0: I was slipping through the
1: channels the other day, but there was nothing. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you.
2: On. I had nothing to play So I went to my computer and realized that there was so
3: much content before my eyes that There's nothing but Netflix in my heart and on my screen There's always something that I still haven't seen But maybe one day we can try to watch the rest So Robin and Chapelle, Give it your birth
2: yeah, that's right. Nothing but Netflix is back once again this week to talk about the new season of Selling Sunset on Netflix. And now here is a man that we never need to sell you on. It's the Great Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you,
4: Rob? I'm good. Yes. I'm excited. You know this 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 request Selling Sunset. We got yeah. so many of it. Like, I mean, people, people left, left the, the right. show. They were tweeting me, texting me. I got Facebook messages. And I I knew I had to do it at some point because Nicole Horn, TikTok Nicole, just like tweeted like, Chappelle, you know what needs to be done. Like with no context or anything like, hey, Chappelle, stop playing. So I'm so happy. I'm so happy that we're finally getting to talk about this to get all the people off my back. But also because we have the best two guests possible for this particular show. I'm so
2: ready. Two of the top. Selling Sunset Minds Around are joining us here this week. We are going to be joined by Asia Welch and Geneva Guadalupe. Asia and Geneva, hello.
3: Hello, Yes,
2: yes, of course. Uh, Asia, you are just coming off of uh, closing out Married at First Sight. Now you're looking at Selling Sunset.
5: Yeah, I'm closing out, what, six months worth of episodes (laughs) Married at First Sight. It never would end. And Actually, the season hasn't ended because there's oh been God. so much drama on Reddit and week everything. four of the reunion? <laughs> right? It, it might as well be. But like current day drama is just out there. So y'all want to know what's going on with Married at First Sight, tweet at me and I'll let you know. Oh my God. But um, I will say I have Selling Sunset to thank for me even being here as a podcaster, yes? podcasting for RHAP so? because... I talked about it in my uh, application video Uh, to even get get an interview with you. Yes, and what did you say? I said I'm here to tell uh, to sell you on why Selling Sunset should be a podcasted about. And I said it's drama. There's just a little something for everybody. There's a little love element. There's it's just everything that you want in a show with all these different shows combined. Like you know the heels and the Bachelor. Um, for the for, for the love, you know, for the in, in the drama. So yeah. I I talked two minutes straight about sailing sunset, and so I'm glad that we're getting a little bit more here okay. today.
2: Finally, <laughs> uh, it has all come full circle for you, Asia. Yes. So excited to have you here, <laughs> and then also welcome back uh, Geneva. Geneva, what's going on?
1: Uh, not too much, but you know, I'm excited to talk about this as well. um I've tweeted a lot about selling sunset in the last year, and you know I definitely this was a show definitely I wanted to really bring into this network, and I'm glad that Chappelle says so many people have been tweeting about it, mm-hmm. so I'm very excited to talk about it and the thing about selling sunset is this show is so successful that there are multiple spinoffs coming off from this show oh my God. um so if so, yeah, so actually currently right now, I have some Fun, important stats, but not only was uh, Selling Sunset this year a Primetime Emmy Award nominee for Outstanding Unstructured Reality Program, but it's currently number four worldwide, um, number one in several countries. They have a spinoff coming um, up basically in December called Selling Tampa with a similar S firm, but it stars all Black women um, at a luxury real estate market over there. Um, and then there's also a spinoff, slight spoiler alert, but at the end of this fourth season, you do find out that there is another Oppenheim office opening up. And so there's going to be a spinoff based off of that. So people really love this show, which is showing that Netflix is really expanding on it. And so I'm really happy about it.
2: Okay. Lots to talk about here with Selling Sunset. Chappelle, last week, you and I talked about Sexy Beast Season 2 with Jenny Autumn. I don't know how many people watch Sexy Beast Season 2, but we had a lot of fun.
4: Yeah. And we got some good feedback from the podcast. People were just DMing me and saying like, Chappelle, I'm just at work laughing or I can't can't focus at my job because this is so funny. And Jenny is the Jenny's perfect. So mm-hmm. whenever Jenny's on a podcast, <laughs> well, you know, like less. we just have to work on keeping up with Jenny. And so it was, it was a perfect uh, storm of like me and you talking about goofy stuff with the expert of the goofiness. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So if you want to uh, hear that episode or any of the nothing but Netflix episodes, make sure you subscribe, Website.com slash Netflix feed. Make sure you subscribe to uh, nothing but Netflix. Okay. Chappelle, what, what did you know about selling
4: sunset before
2: uh, this weekend?
4: Oh, I knew that this was a show. Yes. (laughs) I definitely knew that. I knew that it existed. It was a thing that was happening on television and or streaming platforms somewhere. I knew nothing else. I saw the tweets. I saw the responses to the tweets. I seen the hashtags. And I was just like, these people sound like they're having a good time doing whatever it is that they're doing on this show that I'll never Mm -hmm. watch. But here we are. Yeah. Rob, it, you have any insight into the show no, before we start watching? No, I, I
2: thought that this was going to be like a show about like uh, real estate. Uh, and I guess it is, but it, this is sort of like uh, the closest way that I could describe this for anybody who has never watched Selling Sunset. It's almost like uh, The Real Housewives meets HGTV. It's like uh, I'm Absolutely. partially like, uh, I'm it. watching one of these like home renovation shows. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I'm also watching like the soap opera of A uh, Real Housewives.
4: Right. And and I will make a gross generalization here about women, but I think those are the two elements you need to get some uh, like a large group of women into a show sometimes is mm-hmm. the HGTV and, and the Real Housewives, yeah. they have that market. Both of those two networks, like, you know, uh, or companies or whatever okay. have that market by a stranglehold in a lot of ways. So I'm not shocked that it's very popular. Not saying that everybody likes it in, in that demographic, but I feel like that is like a surefire way to get some viewers. So. My
2: biggest question here is about this company, this Oppenheim group, and that uh, I, I hope this isn't uh, going to come across the, the wrong way in any way. But what what is this company where that uh, <laughs> it's like uh, that seems like there's these identical twins that they have a real estate agency that is only like... Gorgeous women who are real estate agents. It seems like uh, that uh, that that is is there like a do you have to pass any sort of like a like modeling test before you can work (laughs) at the Oppenheim firm? Well, look,
5: look, there there are other people that work at this brokerage. There are other Mm -hmm. agents. They're just not. A part of the storyline. So why oh. do you need to have them
3: yes. on the okay, show? So, so they, have, they, just,
4: they can't yeah. be in the room? They can't, they can't even no. be on screen? Yeah, they're I they're don't ugly. need distractions. <laughs> yeah. I need
5: to be able to know that, okay, if Amanda's in the scene, I need to be looking at reactions. If Maya's there, I need to be looking at her reactions. What's some extra going to do? You know?
1: For this no, show. the office isn't that big. I don't know if you guys noticed, but it's not the largest <laughs> place. And everyone's talking about where they can sit or people sitting on the floor. So I think that's yeah. also probably an issue, at least for the show itself.
4: How does a real estate <laughs> office not have a big enough building for everyone? Like you would think if anybody has a, a, a grasp on how to get a space mm-hmm. that can fit you where you're not sitting on the floor, it would be a real estate office. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But look,
5: you don't, as a real estate agent, you don't have to work in, in the office every day. People yeah. work virtually, this is just the brokerage that represents them as agents, right? Mm-hmm. So if 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 for if while they're filming they need to just say, Hey, look, only people that are allowed in the office are the part of the selling sunset cast, then that's what we gotta do, right? Yeah.
2: So you oh. say that Mm-mm. there are <laughs> other people that work at the yes. Oppenheim group that are not as T V friendly as the main
1: cast. <laughs> i I guess you could say that but not necessarily if you go if you go on like the actual oppenheim website they have like they have like photos of like everybody who works within their offices and they have this whole like group photo everyone but everyone kind of still looks you know still looks pretty great even though they're not the ones that necessarily on are on tv i guess they all have really great headshots so that's (laughs) also probably part of it yeah
4: Well, Geneva, so like for the people who do work there, when the cameras come in and they're like, all right, you, you, you and you, y'all got to go. We're filming the show now. Or do they just like, hey, work from home for the next couple of weeks because we're putting all the pretty people on TV. How does this work?
1: You know, I, I don't really know in depth about the behind the scenes production element when it comes to that, but I'm sure they have, you know, like a filming schedule and they probably know when they will be in and out of the office. And of course, I think we don't necessarily see every single day, you know, at the Oppenheim mm-hmm. Group. And, you know, of course, there are these different seasons that are filmed. Um, but like, that's, I think we don't have all of that. So I think maybe, who knows, maybe what we're seeing is once a week, for example. Because the thing mm-hmm. is, too, a lot of the show is we're seeing the homes, we're seeing the homes that they're actually showing, we're seeing the homes that they're actually viewing and working with other, you know, listers from other companies um, to get their clients into those houses and out of the, you know, like, or sell their houses. So I think, you know, The office is part of it. Maybe also the other people. Maybe they don't want to actually be on the show. That could also be part of it. Yeah, Um, probably. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's a it's a really successful group that's you know been handed down generations and generations, and they're expanding, and they're gonna have more people, and we're gonna get to know more of the people on their spinoff show that's coming out whenever that's coming out. So you know, we'll get to see more of those faces, but you know, a little bit further away from that other where that other office is located. Okay, gotcha.
2: I'm on their website, uh, you know, everybody is attractive in their their, their headshots, <laughs> you know they even have cute dogs like uh you know everybody's very t v friendly at that works at the Oppenheim group, you know,
1: yeah, the dogs are part of the staff that is true <laughs> that is that is well, true, yeah,
4: well, we find out that you definitely don't have to have some type of sales background because I picked up that one of the newest cast members is from like you know, soap operas in Mexico, apparently, some from telenovelas. Right. But then also one of the older cast members was from a uh, soap opera as well. Uh is it Chriselle yeah. who's like yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So well what yeah. is the requirement? Like your first step is like, do you have an acting agent? And like, okay, now do you want <laughs> to be a real estate? They've agent? got a whole no. back office
2: of people that aren't TV friendly to sell the houses. <laughs> they need people on camera making drama. They need soap opera people. Oh, they brought like, in the ringers. Yeah, they
5: <laughs> look. For, okay, let let's let's think about the fact that a lot of people go into real estate that have had other careers before. Mm. It could be a second career for a lot of people, or real estate could be a side thing for a lot of people. It's not like you know, 100 of real estate out, agents out there have only ever done real estate. So it just so happens they have this background, <laughs> you know. But a little bit of uh, context on Crishell is she was new in season one to the Oppenheim group. So we had to kind of get introduced to her and we had that background. We know she was um, married to uh, what's his name? Um, the guy from Justin this Hartley. is us. Justin, yes. yes Justin just Hartley from the, uh, from this is us. And so we kind of got to learn her story and she was new to real estate at that time too. So, you know, this is, is it's something we've seen before so far in selling Sunset that, that like, Someone may be new. This is maybe something that they're doing new in their in their life. Like Vanessa, it's, you know, she's only been doing real estate for less than a year. It's just she just doesn't want to do
1: acting mainly anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think part of it is, too, is probably there probably isn't necessarily a huge longevity with soap opera careers in itself. So you kind of have to figure out something Geneva, else to potentially we, do. We
2: podcast about <laughs> Young and the Restless recently. There's I know, but it depends on, those on the shows people. 40
1: years. But not everyone can be on the show for forty years, right? There's a very small. There's a very small. Yeah, you like, you got grandfathered you know, in. some
2: people, yeah, right? Yeah. exactly.
1: So I agree with you. There are people who've been there forever, but you know, it's yeah, literal hard to
2: grandfathers. Yeah,
1: you know, join. Yeah, to join, <laughs> to join and become part of that. So right. I think you gotta you gotta think about different things, and they have different motivations. And I think even we kind of. Here, you know, Vanessa had to do really with her sister. Her sister was involved in real estate. And so now this has become her life's passion because she wants to dedicate her career to her sister. So I think it, you know, it depends, but it's just, it is a weird coincidence. And it is quite funny (laughs) though, that we have two people who, you know, were involved in the soap opera world.
4: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I think that's pretty dope. Like she's like, oh yeah, my sister did this before she died. And I I really want to just, you know, kind of follow in her footsteps and dedicate that. That's cool. I do want to know though, like if you just started in real estate, how do you get in this market of real estate? Like these are not any houses that I've ever seen. <laughs> I ain't never seen so many infinity <laughs> pools in my life. Like they say infinity and beyond for a reason. Like it's infinity here, infinity there. I was like, there's water underneath the, like in, in the kitchen. I'm just like, oh, you do you see the pool? It extends over here into the, into the, breakfast nook like oh my god so like how do you jump from soap opera to like this market of real estate Hmm. that's That's a good point that's a
5: great question yeah Yeah, because (laughs) if anybody if you're like in la and you're a real estate agent then you're gonna be like well i want to work for them because the commission I'm set for six for a year, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a sale of one house. Of one, like one, house, one, house yeah. one house, I'm good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, $300,000 for like certain commissions, certain houses. But I don't see anything on their website about just like, oh, you want us to sponsor as an agent? Do you, you want to apply agent?
2: to be uh, <laughs> yeah. one of the realtors at the Oppenheim Group?
5: Are they hiring men? There, there are men, on are men. men. There
1: are have, men, yeah, they, the especially the more men, and yeah. there are like they're actually also they're going to be actually more POCs in the other office okay. too well, as well. well so maybe so maybe I should apply be for selling
4: selling Tampa. I, yeah. hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear, I hear. So Tampa be. might be more my speed. It, but, uh, but it's all it's all women though. So I don't know. I mean, you. Oh, I, so they're, they're okay. not gonna let me in. Okay, well I apply for selling sunset, but I ain't getting in there. I ain't pretty enough, Rob. I hate to break that to you. I don't think I have to You have to join
1: selling the OC. Yeah. Wait. What? <laughs> I said you'll have to join the selling the OC. That's the Newport Beach office oh, that okay. they're opening. So this
4: that's the one. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Nice. That could be me. Mm, nice yeah. Area. Yeah. Oh, Asia said I don't fit the bill for that <laughs> either.
5: No, no, you're fine. You, <laughs> no. no, that would be great. Yeah. She's that like, yeah, great. sure.
4: As long as it's not the main show. Just one yeah. of these draggy offs
2: <laughs> So uh, we are going to be talking in more detail about episodes one, two, and three from uh, the brand new season, uh, season four. But Asia, are there any stories from the first three seasons that you want to just uh, highlight for us who are newcomers <laughs> to Selling Sunset?
5: Yeah. So uh, first of all, if you have never watched the series at all, and this podcast intrigues you even a little bit, I would recommend going back and starting at the beginning. I think that it's one of those shows that you could knock out in two days because the episodes are literally like 30 minutes. Um, Literally every season I've watched so far, I watched it in a day. Um, But... There so there are a few main people in this season that it's really good to have some context. So, like I said, Chriselle was new at mm-hmm. one point. So now she's kind of found her footing. She's doing better at um, you know, selling certain houses and representing people so that she can uh t- t- because the first, the first season, the first couple of seasons, she was, she was struggling. She was having to sell some uh, cheaper houses, you know, around like $1 million. Um, but she, she was kind of.
3: Yeah, ew, She, was, broke she stuff. was finding
5: her footing, <laughs> yeah. but she did go through a very public divorce with Justin Hartley, and so that played out on the on the on the show. She was very blindsided. So now this is a new Kreshel. This is somebody who is has gained her confidence, um, and, and is, is recovering from going through all that so publicly. Then you have Christine, who I've, as you saw is the main character of this show. Right, Christine is that girl, and main Christine, character energy. W- Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, so she's going to try to make you know that she's HBIC every mm-hmm. time anyone enters the room so christine was single first but then we kind of got her um she found this guy that she in the night ended up getting married that played out on the show um and then that and then you saw as the season began she was pregnant um and so she's kind of she's always been that girl she's always been the one that's had conflict with people her and mary were really good friends before season one and then we kind of pick up the show starts with them having a little bit of conflict cuz Rochelle starts Mary likes Rochelle Christine's like "Whoa, you're abandoning me for um you're abandoning me basically and that starts to fracture their relationship um another person it'd be good to know is Mary so Mary used to date Jason who was one of the twins they that's why they they so they those two dogs they share custody of those dogs they they and, share custody
2: of the dogs yes.
5: Yeah. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> See, i oh, no. never I never yes. heard this before.
5: I you know what? i You're it's dog more mom, common yeah. than you think. Yeah, it's more common than you think. That's why you gotta be careful because I've seen I actually two coworkers who when they broke up, they had to share custody and the dog would like change weeks with when it was with like certain um changed uh like we'd go be with one person and then go be with the other person because
1: they share custody. Because they bought the dog together.
4: Wow, hey, so that's wild. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because
1: of their long relationship, she's the vice president currently of the Oppenheim Group. Um, actually, and there's also right. some context people don't know, but basically, Brett, like he's still working in conjunction with it, but he kind of started his own little firm. But it's it's, it's basically. Yeah still connected so yeah. you see brett but not yeah. that much Sh- in, in this
2: chappelle can we talk about the identical twins because they didn't really touch on the identical twins until like uh i think like the end of the second episode of season four like wait mm-hmm. there's
4: two of this guy but <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. the other confused. guy but the other identical twin like doesn't get to talk ever how did you know? I just assumed that it was switching out every time the camera would Well, they, they, there was angles, a was scene like, oh, talking about guy. how this is
2: identical twins, Uh and then the identical twin is Brett, Uh and yeah. then, like, Jason is the main guy, but Brett is, like, also around sometimes. I mean, he's not Mike Tyson. He's Brett.
4: You know? So <laughs> yeah. he just hangs out. He um, so so kind of does
5: more in earlier seasons. This mm. season... He he has this new boo. They're really yeah. they're getting really serious. If you've seen his Instagram, they're all over that. And so she was like in certain scenes, but never said a word. And so Brett, I think he's kind of like wanting to just he's more the, himself in uh, the show.
2: A- he's Ashley Olsen than the Mary Kate. How dare you? <laughs> yeah.
4: How dare you? Uh, but Geneva, you said Brett was starting his own something or other. Yeah, so, so maybe is that he why he's moving out of the own camera?
1: Firm, which is I think also kind of why. We saw a little bit less of Brett, but it was also Hmm. weird in that scene too. And they were, he sent the photo and he's like, Oh, I can't even recognize which one I am. I'm like, well, that's, I guess a mess if you don't even know what you look like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that, that's actually a transition. Cause I was also noticed the other day when I was on their website, he's not on the main Oppenheim groom website anymore. Uh And so then I found out he made his own firm, but then like they have, but on his website, Brett's website, he has like the same, like general bio about how the Oppenheim group has get gone down in their family for generations and generations and whatever. But it looks like they're still collaborating, so it's not like they have a feud, okay. Jason and, and Brett. But it's just more like he wanted to do some separate stuff, but also yeah, yeah. work with Chappelle.
4: How tall is Jason? A very not mm-hmm. <laughs> like <I laughs> they was claim 5'5". Like, they are liars. They are liars. Um, I I've never seen so many women. Well. I was about to say I've never seen so many women tower over like so many men like ever like these. I was like, oh my gosh, she's so tall, a
2: a foot taller than and she's probably in like eight inch heels, but still.
4: I was in the uh, the like the cafeteria at the college I was advising at one time, and I was standing there, and I was just standing there, and I just felt this shadow looming over me, and it was Brittany Griner, and I was like, yeah. "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was like, okay. and I think that's how Jason just moves through, like just like uh, kind of getting um, okay. you know stood next to and eclipsed. Acor-
2: <laughs> according to Google, how tall is Jason Oppenheim? Five
4: Yeah, I was gonna say 5'5. That is not 5'5. I can tell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He needs to get his shins done and get a little little extra work done. If you you say you're 5'3, yeah. Then you're 5'2. Yeah. Yeah, really 5'2. Yeah. Really 5'2. Well, I'm Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm 6'5. Yeah.
5: But look, they have the confidence. To compensate, right. that's why they don't. Right. They and, don't struggle. And there are two of them. in the
4: department. Yeah,
1: yeah.
4: One hundred places
1: tall. Technically,
4: not really. Yeah, but. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, double it up. Mm-hmm. But can we? Can we? Can we jump into some drama? I have a question about some of the drama. Yeah, sure. I, okay, we love it So drama. you said when we come in in the series, you get Christine. And you start to find out about the beef with Mary. And from I'm coming in like this season, we get a new person. This is Vanessa. She comes in, she knows nothing about these people. And she's hearing all the stories from all sides. And I feel like that's where me and Rob jumped in this time. We're hearing all the stories, but we don't know what exactly is true here. So Christine <laughs> yeah. says Yeah, we're new here hey. too. Right. So Christine <laughs> says, Hey Vanessa, you know, just so you know, like me and Mary used to be real, real cool or whatever. Chrishell showed up and then they started kicking it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I used to talk to this dude. I used to date this guy and uh, this other woman, Emma, Emma was started, started messing with them too. And Mary knew about this and she just kind of like picked her side. Well, then when you go over to Mary, Mary's like, nah, that ain't happened. She's crazy. She <laughs> don't know what what's talking about. That didn't happen. And I want to know, who is telling the truth here? Somebody lied. And was That's this on the, the show or this
2: happened before the show?
5: So Emma, the Emma situation happened before the show. Yeah, this, this is like some like of that
2: like Game of Thrones stuff ago. that happened like before the show started. <laughs> you just got to take their word for it.
5: <laughs> right. And and so and so knowing Christine and knowing her who she is as a person, Christine is the one that is not telling the truth in the situation, um, because yeah. even the way she painted it, even the way you just explained it, she made it seem like Chrishell coming was all part of it. No, the Emma situation happened years ago. Chrishell came in season one. Right. And so mm-hmm. the fact that Christine and Mary were friends, they were great friends like leading into season one, that was w- after the Emma situation. Right. Mm. So it's now it's like Christine's trying to have like, trying to make stuff up to make it seem like, Oh, that's why. But it's like, no, you were friends with her after that situation happened. So that's, that's how we know Christine's not telling the
1: truth. Also, I think there's a couple of things here. One, I feel like Christine has never really had a positive relationship with Chrishell, to be honest, like, when they when she heard there was a new girl coming to the Oppenheim group, she's basically like, Oh, she could sit on the floor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> this it, it was just not a good so she and she basically kind of was like trying to haze her, essentially. That was kind of like a huge kind of part of the relationship. And a lot of the drama that also happened last season during essentially like Chrishell's divorce, too. Um Basically, there was a lot of stuff going around, basically, that Christine was spreading false rumors, trying to make it sound as if Chriselle was kind of part of the reason that um she got, you know, basically, you know, she was a reason and cause for the divorce, trying to imply that Chriselle cheated on Justin and all this other stuff that wasn't true. So she and Davina were basically like, oh, well, you know, Justin, we met him once and he was nice. So, you know, there are multiple sides to the story. But of course, everyone else was like, "We should support Rochelle because she's our friend." But of course, they were saying things that were not, you know, positive or remotely supportive. So there's always kind of been, you know, a back and forth competitiveness with Christine and Rochelle. Whether some of it is, of course, maybe producer induced potentially, but also I think she also because it was like this is this new person. You know, the dynamic definitely did change. But I wouldn't say necessarily like. Chriselle has done all this stuff. Also, I'm like, why don't you blame your ex, not Emma? I don't understand why this is so much of a thing. Like, I you shouldn't be blaming this woman because clearly she was tricked as well, and that's why Mary keeps saying like I'm still friends with her because Emma, you know, Emma was innocent in this as well. Um, but she keeps blaming Emma, and but so there's a lot of different things. So it's like multiple things, which is why like Mary and her are not great right now. So it's like the Krishelle and Emma thing. So there's so many two different
5: timelines. They happen. Emma and Chrishell were two different periods in time.
4: So so the real bad guy here, Geneva, is Davina. We don't like
5: Davina. (laughs) I will say this. Yeah, Davina, like she she really put her foot in her mouth last season. But season four was her redemption story. Not going to lie. So it does play out later in the season. Some po- more positive things from Davina, uh, where she is sorry for that situation. But um, but yeah, she she's a bad
1: guy. It's yeah, really right. yeah, it's really Davina, which is hence why she left the Oppenheim group. So that's also part of because she also tried to sell like this what seventy five million dollar home. Yeah, yeah, she was
5: put, never put, able put, to sell.
4: Put yeah, some of the some of the people who were requesting selling Sunset were like, listen. Do Selling Sunset, but talk about Davina in the $75 million home. So I was yeah. like, oh, okay, bet. So I start season four, and I'm like, it's very kumbaya now that this woman, Davina, is not here. <laughs> yeah. and Rob, did you notice that, too? The first episode, I just thought, oh, they just sit around and be nice to each other and sell mm-hmm. houses. Uh, mm-hmm. It takes a little bit before they get into the drama, maybe like two or three episodes in. I'm glad we talked about multiple episodes.
5: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check.
0: No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All
2: right, let's jump into season four and talk about uh, what's going on. And a big part of the storyline here in season four is uh, Christine is very pregnant. Christine is about to have a baby. Uh, she will have a baby uh, in about two episodes. But she is, um, you know, going through the motions at, at work and like doing her job and she's not really slowing down. But the Oppenheim group seems to have a curious uh, maternity leave policy And it does seem as though if you if you have a baby, uh, they are just going to uh, bring in your arch enemy to replace you and take your job. uh, If you have a baby, it seems like a very anti mother perspective from the Oppenheim group.
4: (laughs) Right.
3: Um, Yeah, that
5: that that was the thing was it was like, oh, of all the real estate agents, of all the agents who are actually with the Oppenheim group right now. You go find the one person that Christine can't stand. Um, so yeah, it I mean I lo- love how it happens. So such a coincidence. It's business.
1: It's all business. Yeah. It's it's how you're gonna make, you know, the highest return. So it doesn't matter who the person is. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's not personal. It's it's all about the money.
4: Yeah. Chappelle, am I off here? Is Jason a bad guy? Oh yeah, he's sucked. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I just feel like he's like us. Like he's kind of like, let me stay out of these women's business and just mind mm-hmm. my own business. But I think there's a level to like looking at him and saying, You you could be a little bit more, you know, you could you could pay attention a little bit more and know that some yeah. of this stuff is toxic and you should kind of maybe mm-hmm. heed those warnings because like now we're finding out from what Geneva said that like jason and and was it mary were together at some point Mm -hmm. so it's it's not like she doesn't have a connection with jason where like they don't have a speaking like they share a dog so it's not like he's walking around oblivious like what i I didn't i didn't know y'all didn't like her emma emma seems like a lovely lady i don't know why we wouldn't bring her back like you jason you know what the hell is going on here stop it Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah, i think there's a level of that in there too as well
2: yeah asia that doesn't seem like christine even wants to go on maternity leave it's not like christine is like saying like all right i'm gonna have my baby and then look i i need six months uh <laughs> time with the baby right. like i i get the sense that christine would be out showing houses uh, with the newborn baby uh three days after the baby's born
5: absolutely yeah she the only point of discrepancy here is her going in the office they're like oh well she's gonna there's gonna be a while she." Uh, there will be a while until she's back in the office. They don't, she's even, I mean, she's still selling houses. Well, she up until the day that uh, the baby came. So, yeah, you know, an hour J-
1: before Jason and her were Yeah,
5: exactly. Jason is the epitome of can't read a room. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. in no situation can he read a room this, this whole season. And so he's just continuing to make these decisions that, you know, he can consult one other person. But, Jason is also understanding that the Oppenheim group is the star of this, this new show selling sunset. I mean, it's only about two years old. They understand the drama that people love about it. So he's going to do what he can to, to get the drama going.
4: Mm -hmm. He doesn't care. You can tell, you can tell he doesn't care. He's just like, Oh yeah, I'm I'm sorry, I just had no clue that you didn't like her, even though you were telling literally anybody who would listen to you that you don't like her. Like mm-hmm. we meet Vanessa, and within five minutes, Vanessa's like, Oh my god, y'all are so nice. And Christine's like, Yeah, come over here. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Um see, let, let's start with Mary. I don't like her, and here's why. And I was like, dang, like I appreciate that. Like, be forward with me. Tell me all the all the dirt. I want to know what I'm dealing with, but also. She wastes no time in throwing people under the bus. So there's no way Jason doesn't know this drama because everyone else seems to know the drama very quickly. Geneva, it also seems like that the
2: women that work at the Oppenheim group uh are also not just always like selling houses, but it seems like that they're always like buying houses.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, and a really huge storyline uh, you know that we kind of see in these first three episodes is you know, Chriselle. has gone through this like crazy divorce. It was very public. Um, she even you know, went on Dancing with the Stars. People were accusing her of dating her dance partner who had cheated on his wife. Leave Chrishell and then, but, then alone. She was, but then she was actually with another person, but then that didn't work out. So she's had a, she's had a lot. But one thing that she hasn't had for herself is a is home. house. Yes. So she really <laughs> wants that home. Mm-hmm. And so that is the goal, you know, but there, there are some, there are some challenges because it's like, you want to find the place that's the right fit. Of course you want to be able to afford it. And now, as we've seen, um, kind of like, you know, season one, she kind of, you know, struggling, but now she's, she has a lot of these really, you know, I, she's been doing really well. So like, you know, we kind of see, um, you know, some other people are getting celebrity clients, but later on in the season, we actually do see Chris gets like an, you know, like an NBA player and then also gets an actor as well. So like, there, you know, is a lot, you know, for her. And I think also maybe because she's kind of like, even though Christine, I guess, is like kind of the main person, Chrishell is also kind of like the main counter person and she's kind of the face of the show. So I think they want her to also, be. Exactly. Like even, even like some of the promotion stuff I see, it's always like Chrishell in the center. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: because the whole, like the whole, at least plot line started with Christelle comes into the office. In, and she's a new girl is that you know what is that you know experience like so she's really wants that home she's you know she's been homeless in her life like you know even when she was with her ex-husband ultimately you know she didn't own the home she literally like signed off right saying like oh i don't own this property so
4: this is really what she really wants yeah and to be clear she didn't have an affair with Artem javings because Artem no. and her i had some chemistry i ain't gonna lie to you i remember that season <laughs> No, I don't think saying, so. No. Mm-hmm. No, okay, I think people people were I,
1: no people were saying that she was. I think with wasn't a, with blood or something, but then she
4: ended up being with Keo in the end. So oh, there's, okay. there's a
1: lot of there's a lot of different things. So oh,
4: okay. lots Wait. of drama. Yeah, she was getting passed around the the, the dance floor. <laughs> she had no, multiple uh, dance not- partners. Not-
2: <laughs> Relisted. No. Yeah.
4: Yeah. No, but oh she got close to the
5: cast,
1: I guess, essentially. Oh, okay. She saying, yeah, she desperate close. need
5: for a rebound.
4: We will not shame her. She oh no, I'm talking about eight. on the show. I didn't know her personal life, Asia. Oh, okay. I was talking okay, about her. Because okay, Arnold ended up winning the show with that Caitlyn girl from Canada. I remember. Right. <laughs> yeah. Bachelorette, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, see? I I be looking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. So yeah, you 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 know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she was, but yeah, her partner was Gleb that season, so a lot of people Mm -hmm. were saying that, oh, she might be with Gleb, she was like, you know, like he was cheating with Kershaw, this whole stuff, but obviously that that wasn't true, and then she was actually with P.O., but anyway, yeah, yeah.
4: So All right. there are a
2: lot of celebrities that seem to use the Oppenheim group uh, for their buying and listing of real estate. Uh, Chappelle, do you think that is it uh, better to be buying on Selling Sunset or selling on Selling Sunset?
4: probably selling right because if you're like what we see french montana is listing his home Mm -hmm. now and Mm -hmm. like i had no clue what french montana where he lives or goes Mm. or does or anything and so for me i was like okay but now i get a like a cribs version of this is like like a mini cribs the the
2: cribs (laughs) reunion where's jason reed
4: Right, right. Now we replaced them with a better replacement. Thank mm-hmm. God, Geneva's here. Jason can stay wherever he is right now. We don't need him. um But yeah, it was cool. I was like, oh, french Montana has this amazing studio, and he had like the pool table, and his brothers giving the tour. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. But, this is that—that's publicity that you want. I-, I was a little like, is everything okay? Why are you selling this house? He had multiple houses, probably. I don't know. Multiple don't houses? Know you know what a pain yeah, in probably. the ass is to
2: move? Like, uh, why? <laughs> no, no,
4: Rob, why don't you tell me? I, it's not fun.
2: It's not fun. <laughs> is, is he getting a better? I for, mean, like, this house was fine. Like, uh, the, the, the house wasn't good enough? Like, I feel like maybe that uh, he's going to
5: cash out. I'm sure French Montana does not have to lift a finger in the moving process. Mm-hmm. He walks why? out of mm-hmm. his home <laughs> and it's taken care of. Mm-hmm. That's and true. So moving is probably like, you know, going to... Ordering DoorDash.
1: Or maybe it's fun, I mean, yeah. He has his brother handling no. this whole thing, so you know he he, he he's not really doing anything. <laughs>
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> i, I can just picture him like uh you know like when you're moving and you're in the kitchen and you're taking all like the the glasses and you're wrapping them in newspaper and French was like damn it i hate moving because <laughs> like, <laughs> like i hate this so much rob was right mm-hmm. um yeah but i do think that's the benefit because like and and it gets them a chance to flaunt their other high high dollar cl- clientele as well so you know when you find out other rich people use a, a service and that makes you want to use it too mm-hmm. so um yeah and that was was that chris shell's client uh french Montana no it was mary's mary's okay cool and that's
5: another that's a that's like a little that's like a a a side storyline is the fact that people think because of mary's history with jason she gets Uh, the better things
4: oh she gets the french montana bump Mm -hmm.
5: okay okay correct me if i'm wrong geneva but i don't feel like there were as many celebrities in past seasons and i think the publicity of the show makes people want to use the Oppenheim group. Cause I remember Chrissy Teigen going on Twitter and saying, okay, I'm watching selling sunset and I have never heard of a single one of these real estate agents. So she's like, they were trying to present that they are the, like the, the best around for celebrities. But Chrissy Teigen, who's moved a couple times
1: publicly, she's never heard of them. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Right, and I think it's more I guess they are a luxury real estate company rather than one that caters to celebrities, but I think that's also why like Mary emphasizes the importance of the of getting this you know deal with French Montana so that she can you know be in Calabasas and get all those celebrity clients, so she's not even really I guess getting them, but this is kind of the season we start to see them you know start to come into like the forefront like um you know semi mini square but like uh you know like. Uh, Simu Liu, um actually, he actually works with Christelle to um, you know, for a property. And then you also have um Thomas Bryant, um, a b- basketball player who actually works with Christel as well for a property too. Um so, but that's also where I feel like Christelle's status on the show as the star, I think, has also gotten her his opportunities and his clients.
4: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to process all of this. Like, okay, yeah. cool. Now, it's so, so much. Think, it's so much. Yeah, but I, I, am I supposed to like all the women? Like, who are? Is there supposed to be like a clear villain? Because I think Christine is supposed to be the villain, villain, right? Yeah. But but is she? Isn't she like the villain that you love to hate? Because I thought like she's magnetic. She's good TV. So you want Christine on your television? We didn't get a lot of Emma. I suspect
5: that we're not supposed Let's to do. like Emma. Well. So Christine first, she, yes, they want us, her to be the villain. I mean, she behaves like a villain, but I will say if I was friends with Christine, I would get got too, because there are <laughs> moments she's so sweet. I'm like, she's okay. She's genuinely nice. Like there were moments she could see like with Amanda that she was like genuinely nice, but you know, she's so calculated, but it's just like the, for a split moment in time, you believe that she's being genuine and she's being soft and she's kind. But then then she'll switch it up on you in a second. Well, like you saw with
1: Vanessa, like, yeah, so so nice. She's like, "Come to my baby shower." Thanks for this. I'm like, you guys just met a few days ago. Yeah. Okay, but you know, but she I wanted mean, to Carter turn the, the knife
2: because those other girls weren't invited to the baby shower.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then the and then you know, the not like her not accepting Mary's gift.
4: Yeah, can, I, that part. See, I, I was, I was oblivious. I, call me Jason. I was just chilling. I was like, oh, well, you know, everybody doesn't have to come to everything, or maybe you know, I didn't want to invite all you people because I, you know, we're not on the best terms, and I understand that. Let's like, let's protect our peace. We, we know y'all don't really, really want to be there that bad, and it's fine. But then when it's like, oh, yeah, I keep sending gifts and she's turning away. I'm like, all right, Christine, man, you lo- you're losing me. I, mm-hmm. yeah, I had you. You had me in the first half. But what's going <laughs> on now to where you're turning away baby gifts? Not not that she needs the gifts because it seems like she is loaded. Uh, but like, come on, just as a show of good faith, just be, you know, common courtesy is just accept the gift. Unless you there's and, like some real, real beef there.
1: And even so, she keeps talking about how she misses Mary. And I'm like, OK, well, then accept this baby gift from Mary. But Mary sent her assistant. So I'm like, if oh, I'm Christine,
5: yeah. I'm not. So I'm not in a, a Christine. Um, what do you call it? A, a, a defender? <laughs> yeah. Defender. Yes. Yeah. An apologist. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. But I can see how her mind works in certain situations like that. She probably wanted Mary to bring the gift herself. But Mary sent her assistant. So she's like, no, I'm not taking it. You come bring Ooh. it yourself.
4: Wow, that's rich people problems. Like, you sent your <laughs> assistant to me? Like, like, I'm some type of peon? Like, I like got one of these scrubs. Are you serious? Send it back. Send it back, <laughs> damn it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Get that yeah, best like, out of my sight.
1: I, I mean, that's an interesting <laughs> point. I guess I didn't think about it like that. Ultimately, I just was like, well, Mary, Mary's a busy woman. She's like yeah. the vice president of this luxury real estate company. So she has an assistant. And so she sent the, you know, but I don't you know, Maybe that could have been the interpretation, but I know, like, even across the season, I I didn't even hear Christine say that. So that like, it just seemed weird that she just didn't accept the gift. So I'm curious, like, I don't know if she just was like, I don't want to accept it because I'm not really on good terms with her.
5: Yeah, there yeah. was a point later in the season that Christine said, like, oh, Mary, I didn't get a chance to thank Mary for the gift she sent. But it's like, OK, on Mary's side of it, you didn't even get the gift. So, she <laughs> <laughs> said was
2: the truth? <laughs> Can I go back to so, one other thing about Christine? Um, that Christine, uh, when we first uh, see her in season four, uh, she's uh, showing off how she has uh, a purse. But yes, her purse is n- is not a purse. Uh, her purse is like a diamond studded chair that she has on a strap, l- like it was a purse. And uh, uh, what I was curious is that, is this a Christine thing or <laughs> this
4: is a trend that I haven't heard about yet? Well, luckily we have Miss Wealth herself on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Asia, tell Asia, tell Asia us do you have what- a chair
5: purse? <laughs> I do not own a chair purse. No, it, it. the fact that she called it a purse, I think she should have just stuck with this is an accessory. It can't. It can't be a purse. It's not a purse. A purse Mm -hmm. carries things. That chair can't even carry a penny. (laughs) It's just an accessory. (laughs) An accessory for her shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. So she she mislabeled that.
4: Is it even functional though? Like Geneva, if you have the chair, if you just sit it next to you and just prop it up, do you just like sit your cell phone on it or like your keys so you don't forget anything? Like, can you actually use this as a purse in any way?
1: I, I don't. I wouldn't classify it as a purse, but may, I guess you could put some keys on it. But that's probably <laughs> the extent of things that you could probably put on it. But it's like why would yeah. you put your keys I on. I bet you scooter? could sit I like, like your iPhone in
2: it, and like yeah. uh, if you wanted to yeah. watch something vertically.
4: I'm gonna get you a little chair for Christmas, Rob. No, right that'd, be there, nice. yes. that'd be nice. That'd be nice. I'll <laughs> yeah. have like a
2: chair on my desk. Like uh, that's uh, that's my Chappelle chair.
4: <laughs> exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: But I, I I wouldn't expect anything less from Christine. I like, mm-hmm. I, my, I was not an ounce bit of shock that she was wearing. I was like, yep, she introduces me to mm-hmm. new things all the time. But
4: I hope it takes off. I want this to be very popular. I, like It seems like, because I've never seen this before, so maybe she's a trailblazer in this, in this wow. realm of fashion. But if I start seeing people like, with their little chairs sitting on the desk, I'm going to just smile from here to here. I'm like, I know where that's from.
5: <laughs> Honestly, it needs to be in the the merch, the RHAP merch shop. A chair? Yeah. A chair, chain. A chair.
1: Yeah, yeah, chair, right. chain. I, I mean, mean you can make it like a wrap
4: one. I mean they do have like experience. the giant
2: bell in the office of like you ring the bell when you make a sale, like uh when you, yeah. like when you're at Trader Joe's and you need help getting to your car
4: i I love that bell i loved it i love that whole moment because you know they ring the bell when they make the sale and we know like when chris makes like her her sale quote unquote but it's to herself you know like that was such a big moment i was like ring that damn bell and and then she broke it but i was like okay calm down Mm -hmm. but you know i enjoyed the bell that was a that was a good touch i like that
1: yeah get out that you know oppenheim group wine. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: there's Oppenheim Group 1. Yeah, uh, Geneva, are there a lot of other uh, Oppenheim Group merchandise uh, opportunities?
1: Good question. They don't have a store
2: on the website.
1: So, maybe not, but I wonder, because does does Netflix sell occasional merch, right? I think, maybe? Yeah, I think somebody sent us
2: the... There's a a Netflix store.
1: So, I wonder maybe there's any... I wonder if there's any selling sunset or Oppenheim-esque type merchandise but to my knowledge i don't know of any aside from the wine but you know Chriselle just didn't seem to be a huge fan of the wine is kind of what i got so Hmm. yeah
4: Yeah. she said the
1: red and the white
4: yeah she said just use it as a decoration She's like you know those things that you just put in display but you actually never eat it like in a bakery where you have like the pretty food just sitting there but no one touches it that's what this wine is just put it in a glass case and don't ever drink it because it's not good um so hopefully it's not that expensive because it's just gonna sit there that looks like nasty wine Mm
1: -hmm. i was like yikes that that was that was unfortunate
4: (laughs) Yeah. It
5: probably wasn't expensive before selling sunset, but now that selling sunset is a thing, people want to buy it. No selling, selling sunset <laughs> merch in the
2: merch store. Maybe that could be a segment on uh, nothing but Netflix when we uh, check to see what the, if there's merch.
4: <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Put put it put it on the uh, on the docket for the future. Mm-hmm. I like that. We'll we'll see what we can find because I want that little chair. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm uh, gonna wear it around my chain like, <laughs> like flavor Flave. Oh yeah, that's gonna it might be a little played out by now. Like Halloween's over. That that was when you <laughs> make that move. Now I'm like, eh, it's fine. Maybe Squid Game too old. We did it
1: for Halloween. It number sixty seven, and people oh, yeah? were like, "Oh my gosh, how'd you get your costume? No way!" I was like, "Yeah, I just what I just thought about it, ordered it, arrived a few days before Halloween party, and it was a hit." So
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Good timing. I think like- it
1: also there are also a
5: lot of iconic sayings. Which oh, this catchphrases you know, like, that oh well like. In episode one of season four, Chriselle was like, put your hopes in a home, not a man. Not a
2: man. Yeah. That could
5: sell well on a t-shirt. Yes,
2: uh, or Etsy shop.
5: Right. Put <laughs> your then, hopes then, into
2: a home, not a man.
5: <laughs> I'm not sure if y'all noticed the uh, transition songs.
4: Yeah. These album. like banging DJ uh, hits <laughs> that they come out. Where is this, What is the soundtrack? Is this something that like they are producing themselves because i ain't never heard none of these songs but they was hitting my bass knocking (laughs)
5: right and it's like it's always so relevant um it's like i can't stop my demons and now it's my time so come hell or high water
4: (laughs) something something
5: something (laughs) yeah
4: i got a little diamond encrusting chair boom 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 boom. (laughs) that was going in uh but speaking of catchphrases uh i was talking to uh, meg showers on twitter and meg said uh that I guess there was like a, a running joke that all, every character on Selling Sunset can only say up to a thousand unique words. So like on any given episode, they're just repeating the same phrases over and over again in different <laughs> orders. So like they're, like Infinity Pool is going to come up once an episode, you know, like things like things like that. Escrow, but they only have a thousand keywords that they'll never like, deviate from, and I thought that was so funny. I yeah, to, like Michelle. Like, sure yeah, yeah, right, I Michelle.
5: Mean, <laughs> she probably said homeless i I don't (laughs) even know how many times because she continued to reference the fact that she was homeless at one point and now she's getting this home because you put your hopes in a home not a Mm -hmm. me. yeah also
1: that's actually something i want to like address is i saw this thing i was actually in the subreddit for sunset and people were talking about how like i think this season more than ever it seemed like some things were constantly repeating so i guess maybe that's also hence why you no, know, within within the vocabulary, you know, the lingo, slang, sunset, we're seeing the same a thousand wor- words. And Christelle even like said on Instagram, like you know, she was constantly asked by the producers to address things, and then like they, so it just seems like they're talking about it so many times, and they were maybe even were doing it, but it just became like a you know a, red- a repetitive thing. So she's hoping even for season five that that's not much of a thing because in some ways, I think it the show also makes it look like everyone's just constantly complaining about christine this season um but it's not necessarily that's what they want to talk about but i think that's also because they also want the drama that's a huge element of the drama her relation christine's lack of relationship with most of the women mm-hmm. so i think that's kind of what seems to be going on which is why we keep hearing Chrishell's prop story about you know, her being homeless but you know i think definitely with that though i guess at least you know, made more sense within the context, at least of these first three episodes, because she was actually, yeah. you know, going to buy that house, which is amazing. But exactly. I think I yeah. can see mm-hmm. why things are constantly repetitive, because it seems like the producers are constantly harping on the same things. Yeah. Oh,
5: absolutely. Yeah. These are real people. But this show, come on, we, we could be real. It's just, it is softly scripted. I mean, it's not it's like it's it's softly scripted to the point of like the heels and Laguna Beach. That's exactly why I love the show because it reminds me so much of the Hills and Laguna Beach, which I love so much, but we know they have a storyline to push. We know that, you know, if Christine coming back, that's the storyline of the season and Emma's mixing it, that's going to be a part of most conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know, we know that they don't naturally talk about these things, but I, I like that. It's, it's beautifully crafted for us to consume. It's 30 minute episodes. So I totally understand why they have to do it. It's just like when you watch Selling Sunset, you just have to know what you're watching. That's how you can enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Like if you're thinking like, oh, this is going to be like, you know, I can't even think uh, like something on HGTV of just showing these, you know, uh, what is... D- the big easy show where but they just those sell houses. shows aren't
2: even real like th- those <laughs> shows like yeah. you hear like they're like oh they, they didn't even really sell that house like they show like on the bottom of the screen like all this commission like uh i i don't buy this at all that you know you're seeing uh these women are making like four hundred thousand dollar commissions on these houses that they're just like showing up this one time in the episode and they make all this commission
1: I believe it. Shenanigans, Chappelle. <laughs> well, I, think I think they're making most of it, but I'm sure Jason and Brett get a huge or some yeah. cut, some chunks of that. Maybe
2: the whole Oppenheim group gets it, and they get like paid to be on the show.
4: Yeah, maybe it it it's a weird one. I appreciate it though. Like I like this because it was short. It's sweet. You get the drama, like I said, uh, and it happens relatively quickly. You know, like they, mm-hmm. like I said, the setup was kind of everywhere because I was jumping in season four. So I was still mm-hmm. trying to get all the relationships, like the little web, was just in front of me. I was trying to put all the yeah. pieces together. But it's an easy watch. It really is. And now my eyes are going to be out for that those songs because yeah, like <laughs> Asia pointed out, like there's even like a TikTok trend where people yes. are just making <laughs> fake versions of the Selling Sunset uh, songs because it basically just it's the general five or six phrases that they say but with like a random techno beat over it or something like that or like some like really pop funk beat yeah so girl boss is repeated gaslight is repeated a few times like it's like oh okay like doing my own thing freezing my my, (laughs) freezing my eggs you know Mm -hmm. like things things of that nature um uh, so yeah, it it's a it's a fun watch if you're looking for that kind of thing, especially with TikTok uh, yeah. pushing that narrative. Yes. Well, they might just go into the
2: studio like at the start of the season of like, all right, uh all right, this next one's gonna be called escrow. Uh what can you give us? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: well, go- I- We're- Let's go, say, oh no. I just said one thing I wanted to quickly connect to what Asia said earlier is the reason I think it really is reminiscent of the hills, is because the creator of the hills created Selling Sunset, so I think uh, we're just seeing literally oh. all of it's just Adam mm-hmm. DeVito keep doing the same or doing yeah, the same, yeah. I don't know. yeah. so he's keeping I mean, that similar pattern, which I think is it's why look, you know it brings out Oh that's
3: yeah, that's
1: why I started watching the show. I was like, oh okay, this you know is in 4K, and I was just seeing the you know the beautiful views of the valley. You know, of different LA and the houses, and
4: then I stayed for the drama. Mm-hmm. But I actually yeah. started for the houses. The show is immaculate. Everything looks so pretty. Like everything, yes. like you know, like the houses are beautiful and rich. All these women are beautiful and rich. They walk mm-hmm. in. Everybody has a slow motion entrance. They get out the car. You start at the heels. You work your way up. You show the, like the long shot. They take off the glasses. They're walking in the fan machine. Like the yeah. wind is blowing. <laughs> they go. Everybody's like, like, hair is on point. Look
5: on point. That must come out of a private jet. Yeah.
4: She gave birth like 13 minutes ago and came (laughs) down the stairs looking flawless and then she's like, oh, my baby's hungry. I'll be right back. Drops the baby off and comes right back. We don't see her feed the baby. We don't see any. She's like, take Hey, somebody come feed this kid. I got I got things to do. I gotta go look good on TV. Like they they waste no time making these people look amazing. She even uh like Christine even says, I, I was doing Pilates and handstands and stuff like that up until the moment I gave birth. Well, ma'am, that's probably why you had some complications, girl. You don't need to be doing a handstand before you give birth. I was like, That poor baby barely made it out of you out here doing Pilates. Yeah. Wait, <laughs>
2: Christine really took us uh behind the scenes of uh the her journey to the- the delivery room.
4: Oh, yeah, it she a-
2: did.
5: And I think that was something to note, because it, there are a lot of TikTok private investigators out there who are trying to claim that Christine was never pregnant. But what? then I've, I've discussed this with a lot of my friends and one who has had a C-section was like you're not doing the cr- things that Christine is doing if you just had a C-section. So her thing is she thinks there's a, a difference in timing. Like Christine had her baby, then she shot. You know these. I just had my baby. Maybe four, five months later. So mm. I, I mean, I, I went on her Instagram. She has plenty of pregnancy shots showing bare belly. I don't know. I think Christine. I think she's the type of person that if she did have a surrogate, she'd just be like, Look, I just wanted to keep my body. I would be on brand for Christine. Yeah, I can do it.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think she'd be transparent moment. about it. Look, yeah. She put the baby down. Like while she was pregnant, she was like, Look, I cannot mm-hmm. wait to get rid of this baby because mm-hmm. I'm going to get Botox tomorrow. Like mm-hmm. I'm waiting to, I am waiting to bring my child into this earth and then I'm going to get Botox. Mm-hmm. The next day. Like she ready. So I don't think she would hide it if she had a surrogate. She'd be like, Well, I'm rich and I can do that. What's up right. with it? I like I like that energy from Christine. I was team Christielle. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was like, Christielle, she's like a nice woman. She seems so she's so she's so polite. Everybody seems to like her. And yeah. now I'm like, Well, Christine, I mean, I know that's your enemy, but yeah. I can see both sides. Yeah.
6: <laughs> you know, uh,
4: Geneva, can I ask a
2: question? What sure. is the specific talent that the <laughs> women who work at the Oppenheim group have that makes them good realtors? Because it seems like that they just they just walk into a house and they just sort of like give a tour, and then uh they either bu- you know, the person either buys or doesn't buy the house. Like what what are they doing that's the like the like the you know the secret sauce?
1: I mean, I think the secret sauce ultimately is their, their personality, the, the vibrance that they bring into these listings. I Mm -hmm. think that just being able to, you know, I think they seem to communicate well with people, despite, you know, all the drama, but I think like, it seems like they're all pretty professional and they have become a bit more knowledgeable about the craft over time. And I think it was uh, during one of the episodes, Brett brought a group of them to basically, to like a pre-showing so that people, they could all kind of be educated and know more information. So I think really they're learning a lot from each other, which is allowing them to, you know, have that expertise. But, you know, I think part of it is probably people, the people that they have and the clients that they have, they know what they want and what Mm -hmm. they don't want. So they're going to buy the house if they can afford it, or they're not going to buy the house because it doesn't meet their needs. So part of it, I think, is their personality and like just kind of, I guess the aura they exude, but I think also part of it is, you know, the people that the the clientele that they have are going to buy the houses anyway.
4: Cause I, I feel like I could come in and I could do it. No, absolutely not. (laughs) And here's why. Because the the thing that these women have, aside from their you know amazing good looks or whatever, is that they 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 fit the vibe of the of the property uh, that they're selling, right? So they walk in and they're able to talk to you about this rich stuff right. because that's the rich stuff they're accustomed to. That's what happens mm-hmm. when Asia gives you a tour of a home. You know, <laughs> Asia comes in and she's like, "Rob, like the vaulted ceilings is really like it, you know we need like it gives you this yeah. kind of look over here. Look at the infinity pool. Whoop whoop. I give you the house, the tour, and it sounds just like that. Whoop de whoop. Walk in the room <laughs> over there. That's the that's the den or the living room. I'm not sure, you know, like you, you gotta Me meet either. your clientele where yeah. they are. Yeah. yeah, and these women, they, they, they know opulence. and so when they walk in, you're like, you feel like, okay, a person is speaking your language when you have that kind of money. Right, I don't understand that language. This woman uh, is in a cocktail dress.
2: She, this is a, this is <laughs> a, she knows a, a, what yes. the heck is up.
4: The, yes. the, the bottoms is red, and you know that means she gonna know what she's talking about. And I think that's, and I think that's fair. You know, like like I said, it's about their personalities. Like Geneva was saying, because they're really nice. Um, but they also are comfortable in the spaces like that. Cause if I'm showing a house like that, I walk in with my mouth wide. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Y'all got a pool table and another pool table. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think it's for everybody, Rob. I don't think it's for everybody. That's no. why they hide half the staff. I guess they so. not good like that. Yeah, <laughs> they're not camera ready. Not ready.
5: <laughs> yeah, like even a couple seasons ago, Christine did an event at one of the open houses that was like it was Botox and something burgers. else. Burgers. Yeah, yeah. You got Botox, and Botox, Botox
3: and
2: when you went to go look at the house.
1: Yes, and in, the in and out. Yeah, yes. it was like in and out burgers.
2: Do you bo- yeah. do you burger before Botox or bo- or bo- you got to? <laughs>
4: Burger before <laughs> Botox. You know, You never heard that. Uh, see, that's what I'm I talking about. You, you, can't bo- you Botox. That's how you prepared. know a burger. That, nah, see, that's how you know you are the same for you. That's how you know. Let 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 Asia take us through the, the steps. B- <laughs> burger before Botox. That's how it goes. Enjoy see, that's the
5: burger. Mm-hmm. I don't know what,
1: what what how people feel after Botox, but you know, <laughs> you I would want to have food. Maybe I you would want to be. I mean, I don't know what sort of side effects you could get, but maybe you'd want food before you get it. But mm. I'm not really sure. Good your old botulism not, burger. You know your yeah your your forehead's not as mobile after
5: the fact. I would imagine, right? After gonna so be shots. hard to eat after. Them, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah.
4: So burgers yeah. before Botox. No, I think you want to be Chabelle. all
2: want to be all greasy uh, when you get the Botox. Uh,
4: Rob, Rob, Rob. That's not the, the the concern. Is will I rip my face open because I'm chewing <laughs> too hard? Because the Botox <laughs> going the botulism going freeze your 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 face all up, and you don't want to be trying to chew with your face all frozen. Rob, come on, keep up. Mm, we gonna yeah. get you some Botox, and then mm. you'll know what I'm talking about. That's that's yeah. what
5: I'm get uh, Doctor uh, Will on the
4: phone. <laughs> right?
5: You're gonna be like, "Dang, I wish I would have had this burger before."
4: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I can't. T- y'all see, I can't take him nowhere. I can't <laughs> take him nowhere. I know. Yes. Sorry,
2: Chappelle.
1: It's okay. We're
4: learning. That's why you stick to podcasting. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
6: So uh,
2: what other storylines are uh, some of the big things going on in uh, season four of Selling Sunset Geneva?
1: So um, I think kind of what we saw definitely was Jason wants to make sure that the seats are filled. So not only did we see Vanessa join, you know, we did see Emma, um, you know, join also while Christine is gone, but then, there's also even um, the prospect of you know Davina returning because you know she, she misses she misses the Oppenheim group. But of course, that 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 I think as you go through the episodes, you tend to see a lot of drama with how people feel about her potentially rejoining the firm, especially considering how much drama she has caused. And just based on what happened really with you know Jason and Davina last season with this whole million house and, and how she felt so confident she was going to sell it, but she didn't, you know, sell it and all of this sort of stuff. And just like, you know, basically he's saying like, I don't think that this is going to sell like for this high amount, no one's going to buy this, all this sort of stuff. There's definitely, I think there's been a clash definitely with, you know, their communication styles and how they think about things. And ultimately, I guess, you know, jason jason's in charge so Mm -hmm. that she wasn't really listening to what he had to say so i think that's kind of a huge element of you know what's going on um i think you know definitely um just even more more in depth about um chris you know christine and not only emma but also christine and mary and um basically what's going on you know with whole all of you know Mary's you know drama I guess within you know their relationship and how they keep talking about certain timelines. But I think you know Mary doesn't think that the timelines that Christine is talking about even really match up. Um and so and I think also the thing is one major issue I think we also do see this season is Christine, you know, she has she has hurt a lot of people. And I get that she kind of wants to move on, but I don't think she likes to acknowledge the hurt that she's caused. And so that causes a lot of, I think, drama between people because they're like, you know, it would be fine, but she doesn't even say like, oh, I'm sorry. So that's, I think, some of like, you know, some of the major elements that you kind of do see later on in the season.
5: Yeah. Another missing storyline. And we haven't mentioned her so far this season, this episode, but Amanda. So she so a little bit of context with amanza so she um she has two kids Let's
2: yeah, just uh stopped down on uh very I- interesting and unique name amanza
5: yes which i never so heard not before
2: not amanda amanda mm-hmm.
5: yes unique like just like her hairstyles mm-hmm. yes <laughs> this woman has a different hairstyle every scene you see her Amanda's definitely my favorite. like I love how real she is. um she used to she is a designer, so she was doing like staging of properties before she joined the Oppenheimer group and maybe season two and so she was brought in by Mary, so she brought in by Mary, she had some conflict with Christine, but now this season, her and Christine are really good friends, and so something happened in the off season to where they've reconciled. And Amanda's Produced, friends with Christine. Some of it I
1: think is was actually producer, uh, uh it seems like producer forced in terms of but I've heard that they're not even really good now. Oh, <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh, so you know, but it's five. also kinda like but it's also like I guess Christine has to have people to talk to, right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's kind of mm-hmm. what ended up oh, and then also just for some context too, Mary and Jason have actually known Amanda for like 19 years or something yeah. like that. So that's oh, wow. also kind of how she also you know, got brought in
5: through Mary. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we see this storyline with Amanda that plays out later in the season about how her, the father of her two children, he's gone um, missing. Basically, yeah. he is still missing to this day. Oh my God. I was just, about
4: to, I was just yeah. about to ask you about that. I was like, okay, so we have a Carol Baskin situation here. Is this, uh, <laughs> Rob? We just talked oh about Tiger King not too long ago. Amanda's husband just went to the grocery store and never came back. Mm-hmm. And like, And that's it. There ain't been no follow up. We ain't heard no phone calls. We ain't seen. There ain't nobody. What, Rob? Shenanigans? uh, Does Manza have
2: a a video diary?
4: (laughs) Is she (laughs) recording her every uh, her every thought? Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know cuz when I heard it I thought oh man that's tragic that that man just up and left his wife and kids like I did, I didn't think this was nefarious well nef- like like I didn't think that something had happened to him I thought like gosh he sucks like why would you just turn your back on your family like that mm-hmm. and leave them but finding out now that they never even to this day have heard anything about him, like are we worried does she ever have to kind of confront that which well
5: I mean it like Uh, teammates of his reached out to her like hey have you heard from him and she's like no she like for her he had already signed over custody um and so she knows just as much as everybody else which is nothing um so his name is Ralph Brown he used to play for the Giants and he played for the Browns Cardinals Vikings as well but retired in 2010 and so, yeah, it's 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 like an actual real-life mystery of where he is. But we get to see Amanda's side of things because she's doing her best as a single mother.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's wild. When she said it, I really thought, like, oh, this man just sucks. And he just turned mm-hmm. his back on all the things he loved. Like, bye. And I'm just leaving. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I was like, oh, man, that, that sucks. And now hearing this, I'm kind of like, man, I like is there like a, a search going on like right. I'm, I'm concerned is anybody yeah. Doing anything? Or, or a <laughs> podcast talking about this yeah like is a cereal or, or something for for uh, amanda's you know long life <laughs> uh, it's her current husband right or it's just no they're current...
5: not together no. oh
4: okay so her ex-husband wow yeah mm. they were
1: just coping
5: oh, that makes
4: it a better story
1: but yeah it's just like like crazy because it's like i feel bad it's like the kids had you know know, their Mm -hmm. dad in their life and then all of a sudden he just disappears and like they Mm -hmm. have no idea and it's like what you know it's kind of even hard for her because it's like what is she even it's kind of hard to even explain what happened to her kids so yeah it's definitely like a really tough process that you know we kind of see her continue to talk about um yeah but it's 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 awful oh my god
4: you wanna know who my favorite character was? Who? I like Vanessa. Yeah. <laughs> she seems she she seems nice. I like her a lot. Um she, the one who was in the soap operas yes, in Mexico. Yes. Yeah, I like her because she showed up and it's just like she I don't think she i don't know if she's ever seen the show before but i don't know if she knew she was walking into this drama because she was getting the information right. like i was getting it. right you would mm-hmm. think that she would have watched the first three seasons of the show right like she's right. like wait who are you who are you yeah it seems like
2: that when you get the job at oppenheim group you would think you're like oh you know there's a tv show about this company like uh right like uh all right well i'll watch it one day i don't want right. the spoilers
4: you- yeah once you get everybody's conflicting stories, you have to go home and binge the whole season at that point. You're like, okay, somebody lying. Hold on. Let me go see what mm-hmm. Christine really like, because they seem to hate her. Yeah. So nice to me. If it was me, um, I would have watched the show. I mean, watch the show. Yeah. Watch the show, But wherever she is. Vanessa, <laughs> so go watch the show. I know you still ain't seen it, but like, <laughs> go check it out. It, the, I, I loved her being in that spot. Cause it was just such a weird space to be in where, you know, you walk into the space and there's already this dynamic there, but it could have been uh, handled in a place like by like just doing some research. Like if you had hmm. watched any of the previous seasons, you would know, okay, going in, like, okay, I already know how to navigate this. Like I know Crochelle ain't really feeling uh Christine. Like I know they're not on the same page and then I can navigate it better, but it's it's fine, you know. I, I, right. I liked her a lot. She was fun.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it is a good point. Like, and there's no way she didn't watch no the way. show. Like, like the, she's a good actress <laughs> that she is able to come in and ah. act like she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah.
5: She, it's like she was on soap operas before or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> hmm. yeah, no, but I, I love her as well. I thought she was a really good addition because I feel like sometimes when people join a cast after that many seasons, mm-hmm. things can be awkward. The vibe could be off. I I mean, I liked her more than Emma. this was Emma's first season too. And I felt like Emma I mean, she kind of was like a copy paste of like someone we probably already see on the show. I mean, I didn't feel like Emma provided any anything new, whereas Vanessa was like uh, that spice you needed. Somebody who's not afraid to ask questions. Someone who's not afraid to say, well, I think Christine might be fine because I heard this side of it. Or "Um, Christine, I don't know, because Mary said like she's not afraid to be messy. She's not afraid to spill all information. She's not afraid to just do what she wants to do rather than walking on
1: eggshells. So
5: I love that about Vanessa. Vanessa. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And I think too, with like Emma, I mean, I guess it's like, I feel like she's not even like, she's just kind of like a placeholder in a sense. Mm -hmm. Like as she, she, because of who she is, she's considered to be drama because of the whole Christine thing. But other than that, it's like, it's like, okay, well, Jason brought her in because she had, worked with the Oppenheim group before. But then she also obviously like I think in the beginning didn't really seem like she was too invested to join because of her, you know, uh vegan or uh vegetarian empanada company that she has or whatever. Um so like I think <laughs> which yeah no I, I had gone to like I was like oh I thought this was really random because I was kind of like, oh let me see like what you know and I think they have like a cheeseburger empanada but it's you know not you know not actual meat and I don't mm-hmm. know, it's a lot of different yeah, People
5: on <laughs> TikTok are clowning her empanadas too. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you what have is very saying? interesting. They're saying I know empanadas and this is not an empanada. Not an empanada. Uh,
3: yeah,
1: yeah, Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, you know, she's she she went, she became innovative, I guess. Yeah. And I, you know, it's working for her. Um, but I think other than that. You know, I think she's just kind of like, okay, well, maybe she's not necessarily there for the show per se. It's more like, oh, she's there for the Oppenheim group, but also she happens to have this drama. So we're going to mention her and have her here and make it seem like it's this thing.
2: So I have a uh, little quiz here that I, I'm on the website Distractify. Uh, according to distractify.com, they have the net worth uh, of each member of the Selling Sunset cast. Mm. Uh of the uh women realtors, uh w- which one do you think uh has the highest net worth?
4: Oh man. I'm because
5: is that solely like are they considering the fact that Heather is married to Tart?
4: <laughs> and mm. that yeah, because married. What does Tart do?
5: Are you serious, Chappelle? Who's so, Tar? Tart- oh my gosh, Al El- Musa. Is one of the 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 host of flipper Flop on HGTV. Oh. HGTV. <laughs>
3: How did I forget? And oh my god! Exactly.
5: So Tarek was with uh, Christina, uh, who uh, Christina from Christina on the Coast on HGTV. They were married. Wow. They got divorced, and they continue to do. They to this day continue to do Flip or Flop. But when they got divorced, Tarek started dating Heather. So we got to see that play out on season three. And, uh, Heather is great friends with Christina. So that's another, that's, a, that's another storyline that's kind of going on. Cause Heather didn't get her, really get her, her limelight this, uh, this season. And she's and so, kind of in
1: the shadows. I don't know. I was just, yeah, like, okay, she was I'm engaged and right. hanging out with these people. And that's kind of it.
5: Mm-hmm. Exactly. So her and Tarek are now married. And she is a great stepmom to his kids that he has with Christina and her and Christina are great friends. Okay. So now we start to see uh, Heather on HGTV. Yes.
2: Um, So I I do not, it doesn't say uh, whether this includes uh, Tarek's money too.
4: (laughs) Okay. That's what I was also
1: saying is, are these, that's also, I was curious, like Christine, is it including her husband or is it just Christina? So
4: all these Uh, elements, but Geneva,
1: what's the answer? Right. Oh, I don't I don't know. I mean, Come I would on. I would I'm, I'm going to go with Christine. Christine. I feel like if it's Christine, but if it wasn't Christine, maybe I don't know Mary, but I am I feel really like it's going.
4: Mary cuz Mary the VP, right?
1: Yeah, so that's why my guess my, I don't my think guess is there be but Mary. then I'm also like okay. but then I'm like maybe Christine. I mean, I feel like Christine is kind of what we would assume from seeing and just it's like how she lives, how she carries yeah. herself and according how she
2: According to Distractify, Christine Quinn's net worth is 2 million dollars.
5: <laughs> okay. But, and she lives like it's 200 million. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she does.
2: But uh that it is that she is not the uh, mo- the highest net worth member of the Oppenheim group.
4: Who is it? Tell yes. us.
2: Uh that believe it or not uh, mm. there's two that are tied at a net worth of $5 million. <laughs> the
4: twins? <laughs> no, 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 no,
2: no, no. No, no. No. Those guys are worth 50 million each according to. Shell or so,
4: Maya? Uh,
2: I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Chrisshell is of uh, v- her net worth is $5 million according to Distractify and Vanessa.
5: Whoa! Oh, Vanessa. Wait. Yes. Vanessa, this is where it's
4: at. Money. That's her money. Okay. Pre- that a
2: lot of her net worth of $5 million has a lot to do with her previous career soap opera actress.
4: Yep. both of them both of them were yeah. soap opera actresses that's that's mm-hmm. where the money is and where the money mm-hmm. resides where the money resides i appreciate <laughs> And that. i think also
1: with chris she has has because she became the face of the show she has all of these other ventures that have probably mm-hmm. also made her some money and then i know you know the, you you get like a hundred something thousand dollars when you go on dancing with the stars and you get bonuses based on oh. how far you go and things oh, like wow. that so
2: yeah well, that's yeah. the move can we talk about uh Mary and uh, is this Mary's boyfriend or her husband? Uh, husband? What's this, what's this guy's no. name? Romaine?
5: Romaine.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yes. I feel
5: like this season and last season were Romain's. Romaine's like he has grown on me. Cause they yes. started out their story as like, all we really knew about Romaine was he, he modeled, wasn't really doing much at the time and he's 10 years younger than Mary. And so it was like, Oh shoot. OK, what's going on mm-hmm. here? And people were very they had a lot of opinions he's about the relationship. Now he is. OK, yeah. mm-hmm. yes, exactly. So he's he's found his own now. He, he he's found where he can, you know, thrive. And so now he's really, you know, really doing something. And so people can't really doubt their relationship because they're doing really well. He's always defending Mary. They're having they're it's blossoming. But he did at the beginning of the relationship have an issue with the fact that Mary and Jason are so close. And he's like, you know, why is this happening? Can you assure me that there's nothing else going on with Jason? Uh, but Romaine, he's funny. I, I, I think he is like he's a, a breath of fresh air when he's on the screen because he had this like pure hatred for Davina for some time. And just did not like she was not invited to the wedding, mm-hmm. which played out. I think it was last season or the season before maybe the se- season two. Uh Mary and Romaine's wedding were, um, was was on that season. But yeah, he did not like her one bit. And uh, I think that's kind of rubbed off on Mary and Mary has started to put her foot, foot down with a lot of people.
1: Yeah, and I ever- also know that there was one just one quick thing. I know there was like one. Other like drama storyline had actually kind of started with like Chris inquiring a bit about, you know, Romaine and Mary's relationship in the early days. And so mm-hmm. like Christine, eh, you know, I, I guess basically uh, confronted her about it or she felt like, you know, I guess talking behind Mary's back and all this sort of stuff, even said that Chris had dementia, that she didn't remember the conversation properly. Oh, my God. It was just a lot of different stuff. Terrible. Yeah, it was it was it was bad. It was really bad. Um, but, you know, I think with all of that, um, basically, basically there's a conversation between like Chrishella and Davina and Davina obviously is a common denominator of a problem. Um, so that's, I can't, that's some of the, also some of the other background too. So initially, like she was kind of asking questions cause she, you know, she's new to the group, you know, she wanted to know, but of course, you know, sometimes when people ask questions about people's relationships and you know those sorts of things maybe they're being a bit nosy you know it just depends um but i think christine didn't really like the way Chriselle was going about it but mary didn't really seem to be bothered in the end but it's also i think kind of been another huge problem between Chriselle
4: and um christine and christine can't talk about nobody memory because she definitely forgot vanessa's name right after she invited her to her baby shower (laughs) yeah whatever she was like natalia natalie natalie come here girl natalie natalie she's like it's it's vanessa oh hey my God, my bad girl you know i'm pregnant <laughs> and then the next day she's like well i'm not pregnant so um, <laughs> like, i'm good now i'm good now i remember your name i promise this yeah so um, dementia that's a wild uh, assertion that you just throw at somebody like man mm-hmm. your memory must be that bad mm-hmm. um do, is there ever any like residual drama about the jason and mary thing though like is there ever any like tension between the two of them about their former relationship? Because you would think that's what you want built into the show, right? Like they used to date, but like, is it ever get awkward? Or are there any longing glances? Do they ever have any like lunches that we should be raising our eyebrows at or something? Give me the mess.
5: <laughs> well, they did have a party for their their dogs that um that they co parent. Mm-hmm. And Mary did get pretty upset at Jason because he invited Christine without Mary's Permission. Don't and have woman so, around
4: your stepkids. I got
5: you. <laughs> and, it's like it, <laughs> so it was a station. Doesn't really think about things as we've talked mm-hmm. about. Really, exactly. He Can't read them. a room. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So there are
4: situations where marriage a little bit more invited to a
2: party for a dog.
4: First of all, a joint dog party, like right. your dog and my dog. Since we co parents so now we have to come together and have this joint party for the dog. Like I.
2: Yeah. Imagine there being drama over the guests for a party for a dog. <laughs>
4: Yeah, it's just
2: getting really quiet. You know that uh, she's having, uh, she's had dog parties before.
3: Okay.
5: I haven't. So I did definitely plan to do one at my house, (laughs) but instead I paid for my dog Pepper to go to her. She goes to a daycare from time to time, and they hosted a party for her. And, and they did a full photo shoot. The rest of the dogs that participated in the party got to t- take pictures. They had treats. Um, it was themed. So I can understand. Did I you was get not... a video of the party that they had for the dog? Yeah, they, they okay. made a TikTok. Okay. So it was, she had a blast. <laughs> and it was worth every penny. She loved it. She loved it. And I can't imagine not doing something like that for every
4: birthday moving forward. And she I told you she standard. was like, "I love that, mom. That's what I need next year. I want mom, a bouncy amazing. house. I need a bouncy <laughs> house, and Spider Man needs to show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like,
5: exactly. And I, whatever she asks for, I give her. So yeah. if 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 I could rent out a house that I'm currently selling and invite all my friends, I would do it too. But Is
4: that, that needs no. to be an open bar. I'm not coming. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> would you Would you order a sloth? to come to your party for your dog because we saw <laughs> that Christine wanted a sloth yeah. at her baby shower. Chappelle, do you think that she's an Enneagram type nine? Yeah, yeah. She, no, she just like... Like was really like looking for somebody with that energy because she is not <laughs> she is not she like conflict okay but is she an eight an
5: eight problem. wing nine
4: I don't know yeah. she seems like a very she's probably like a, a two a misunderstood two just out here just <laughs> you know I can say y'all being too hard on Christine I, I can see her sides of the story as well I'm a Christine apologist but having a slot at a at a baby shower is a choice because they have sharp uh, nails I just which is It's not like babies are there. It's just like, just hung it up. Like, oh, here's a sloth over here. Take a picture by it. It was just like a prop. Mm -hmm. And and you want to know what's petty? They say, "Oh, she had a sloth at the baby shower." And the other girls are like, "Yeah, well, I mean, does a sloth want to be in West Hollywood?" Like, yeah. So now we're asking the animals what they want. Did they ask about the birth, the, the dog party? Did the dogs mm-hmm. say they wanted a, a birthday party? Like, that's how you know when you don't like somebody when little tiny things bother you. You have to nitpick, but right. they do, they do that out of nowhere, like. She brought a sloth, and everybody's like, "Oh wow, that's impressive!" Like, I don't know if I would have brought a sloth to Hollywood, but okay, I guess. Like, I read something somewhere no, didn't very, roll a mic that Emerald not very ethical. It. Like, we should right. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. We couldn't be me though. I guess she's flashy like that. I was like, "Oh right. yeah, they they sniping each other. I like this." Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Geneva, could you tease anything else that is going on in season four beyond uh, the episodes that Chappelle and I watched?
1: Well, let's see here. I mean, this is more, I guess, close to season five. But we do get some hints that a new relationship is blossoming.
2: Oh, my God. And and only, let's let's yeah. let
1: them guess. Let's let them well, guess. There's only yeah.
2: two men that
5: are on the show. <laughs> yes, so, okay. No, no, no. I okay, mean, I don't want to be close minded. Yeah. It's okay. Jason. But please guess the woman
2: who's going to get with who's going to get with Jason, who's not spoken um. for. Oh. Could it be Vanessa?
4: Not Vanessa. Not Vanessa. No. Okay, cool. No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I no. was about to have like, a <laughs> panic attack. Like, no, I, we just met. You can't even go. Just okay. Um, hmm. Okay. So we know Mary is married, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not. It's not Mary, and it's not Christine because she's married too. Um, oh, Emma is it? He Emma brought in Emma, Emma off the street. In. Because... <laughs> no, yeah. it's not Emma. Who Nia? is it? <laughs> Um, Who, and who's Rochelle? the main character yes wait Chriselle or amanda Oh, oh see what uh see see i, I like Chriselle. i'm so happy for her now this is cool like Chriselle, keep that man in your back pocket okay yeah we're yeah get r- th- remember
2: you, you, that quote yeah uh, right? <laughs> uh like, yeah, put, put your, your hopes
5: in, uh, a, in, a a in a home not, not a man, man. Well, exactly. what about a man who shows? so <laughs> a
2: manza! Yeah. Uh, yeah.
4: yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that because Mary's out here getting special treatment. Now, look, not no more, baby. I'm Chriselle, baby. I'm getting a special treatment. Criselle is uh, a Mary. Star. Yeah,
5: yeah. He said, "I, I, like I really that. want y'all to know, I am the main character, not Christine. Yeah. It's me. But if you go to her Instagram, you'll see it. It's yeah, out there. It's, it's out public. there now.
2: But." Does anybody... Again, and I know this is like a more fake than it is real, but it, it, this Stop isn't it. problematic for anybody here that, that the have this uh, this Call guy and his identical <laughs> twin brother that they run this agency that only hires beautiful women to work as real estate agents, and then he dates all of them? Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. you spend so much time with these people, so... And, yeah, you
4: I know, like, it's right. in the year of our celebrity. Lord, 2021... <laughs> Car HR. Burn it down. Where's the human resources? You know, it's probably Jason. He's probably human resources too. these people are
1: so busy selling houses they don't have time to meet anybody
4: else. They yeah. ain't that busy. Their coworkers are their friends. So they ain't that busy. They all in each other's business. That's why they're busy. Cause they look, I love Vanessa. But she did hit the ground running. She's like, oh my gosh, is that true? That really happened? Let me go back and tell that other group what you said very quickly. Mm-hmm. Like she wasted no time. Christina's like, Yeah, I don't really like this about Mary. I don't really like this about Christian. I don't really like this about this person. And next thing you know, Vanessa's at the table, like, oh yeah, was that I heard something about a story about her kind of being hurt by a lot of the people that you hang out with? Do you know anything about that? Anything about that? I was like, Hey, <laughs> right. Vanessa. Like, these people. <laughs> Could make other friends if y'all didn't stop like making this tornado of mess around them, you know. So that's that's cool. Do do y'all ship them together, Geneva? How do you feel about Jason and Crichelle's like uh, future as a couple? So
1: I, I mean, at least I like that the, you know they they were friends. They've been friends for you know a couple years now, and then that formed into a relationship. I you know I want the best for Crichelle. It looks like she's really gone through a lot. Um, I think I'll have to see how it plays out on season five, obviously I'm not going to see the full story there, but it seems like she's very happy and it's love. So, you know, I, I'm about, I'm about supporting it, but I also, you know, I don't know. It is a little weird. Cause it was like, well, you know, they do work together and yeah, definitely the could be some complicated things there, but you know, I just would hope that I guess that nothing. like, if it doesn't work out for some reason that maybe. You know, I don't know. I I hope it could be at least still professional, kind of like how Mary and Jason have kind of stayed professional mm-hmm. within their relationship if it doesn't work out. Yeah, wow. I think they need to buy a dog together so that way
5: they can share custody if things go south, <laughs> and they have a reason to keep things positive for the dog. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't I don't I don't necessarily ship it, but if Chriselle is happy, okay. Jason looks happy, so they look like they're having a great time together. So I I can't knock it. Um, but I'm really interested to see it, it, it play out.
2: Okay. Uh, anything else uh, that we want to bring up while we're talking? Selling Sunset season four.
5: I will say I think they did a good good job kind of setting up the drama that you see the rest of season four. So, if any in case anybody wants to go watch, we do get some confront we do get some conversations and confrontations with like Christine and Emma. Um, we see a lot of talking about. Christine and Mary's past friendship and they're talking a lot to Vanessa about the opposing stories and so we finally get a confrontation and see in episode ten of Christine and Mary so there are a lot of things that um finally play out that people are kind of like talking about in these uh, these early episodes so it's definitely worth the watch um, yeah. and I will say some uh, somebody that isn't given enough screen time is Maya so she is Her and Amanda. I love them. Yeah. So Maya, she has a husband in Miami. And so uh, Maya goes back and forth between Mm -hmm. Miami and LA. She has two kids. She's pregnant with her third, which we find out later this season. And Maya Mm -hmm. is just there for the comedy. She's there for like the, she also has her own real
1: estate office there too in Miami. So she, you know, she has two. So there's a lot of, I guess, bi-coastal people within in yeah. this Oppenheim office. She only showed to up
2: uh, at the end of the third episode, right?
5: Yeah, she was. She wasn't around. She was just a at lot the dinner at Jason's first-
3: house.
5: Yeah, yeah. But she, I mean, she in the first three seasons, she was around a lot. Um, yeah. And then she's there for like the, the, the one liner. So they're, they're talking about, you know, Christine and her at, at the baby shower and her being pregnant. And Maya's like, yeah, you can't do ish when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like she's mm-hmm. she's that person you listen to in the background to say like that one thing and to make you laugh. But she hasn't she's not about the drama. So she's not about to have this like main drama storyline.
4: Mm-hmm. Is she the one who said Christine must have had a Louis Vuitton umbilical cord? Cause that made me laugh. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I mean, it checks out. (laughs) She stays dragging Christine.
1: Her
5: and Christine are friends, but Maya will not sleep on any opportunity to drag
1: Christine, which I love. It's hilarious. Cool. Yeah. We mostly just saw her in a lot of the group things. So she was kind of at, I think at that group viewing too, of the Linda Flora house. Um, which is like that uh, $11 million home or something that had like elevator access to like the rooftop and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, so we saw a little bit less of her and I think that's partially because she is going, you know, from Miami to, you know, California constantly.
2: Asia, does the Netflix format help this show or do you think it hurts it in any way where there's so many of the other shows between uh, like things that like uh, we have coverage of on uh, RHAP between, you know, the, the Housewives or, you know, lo- Love and Hip Hop or, you know, the-, the shows where it's like a soap opera, 90 Day Fiance, mm-hmm. where it's like, um, you know, Married at First Sight, the week to week versus just get- getting a binge. And then it's all like over the course of a week or two, you see the whole thing.
5: Oh, I think it definitely helps it. I don't think it would be as success- successful as it is if it was like two hours. Like that's just too much content. Right. Or if it was week to week. And it like they they thought that the place for it was like HGTV. It's like no, I think it's perfect where it's at because it's so easy to consume. It's so easy to binge. Thirty minutes, you're in and you're out. You can watch a whole season one Saturday afternoon. And so I think the fact that it's so fast paced, like one episode we're talking about planning the baby shower, the next episode, or even at the end of that episode, we're at the baby shower. You know, I think it 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 really helps the fact that. We get the highlights and we're not all in the weeds. And I think that's why it's so enjoyable.
4: Geneva, you watch The Circle, right? yeah um don't you think that's the one thing that's really missing from these episodes is that narrator from the circle and from like too hot to handle the one that's making all the funny comments in the (laughs) background because because this seems like one of those shows in the way it's like filmed with all the slow motion like glamorous shots and all the beautiful people but don't you think you just need that person in the background like oh this girl boss has good girl girl (laughs) energy (laughs) let's see who sells the house today like that's what i'm missing is the sassy narrator to come in and tie it all together yeah
2: you tell him crischelle yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. I think maybe the goal of this show Wasn't maybe to have the I guess comedic element I think yeah there's things that could be funny um, But I think maybe because of the type of show It is like I mean like Within the circle too There are a lot of I guess like you know, like silly elements that they kind of make the people do like throughout the course of their time, kind of in quarantine and they're by themselves. And so, you know, I think that kind of helps to tell the story also, because, you know, all we get is really, oh, they're speaking out loud. Um, so it's just kind of an awkward format, but I think because they do kind of re engage with some of the storylines over and over again, I think that also helps so like we actually get different perspectives of kind of what is has been told um and yeah, and kind of like what you know Asia said earlier, I think that this show has worked well enough that the format of how they are releasing the episodes and providing the content to people is appealing and enjoyable because I think if it wasn't, then. Netflix wouldn't have been doing two spinoff shows, you know, right. of this show. And I think, you know, and uh Shell mentioned it's number four worldwide and is, you know, number one in a variety of countries, top 10 in so many other countries as well. So I think people do like, because like when I kind of started watching was like between like season two and three. So at that time, those seasons came out actually pretty close to one another So it was actually kind of nice because it was like, I watched two, you know, I I had like, but then I was able to like, you know, jump into three and I got through it quickly. So I think with the type of show it is and the format it is, I think it does appeal to a lot of different people because you could watch it for a variety of different reasons. You could watch it for the drama. You could watch it just for the houses. You could watch it maybe if you want to see who the celebrities are that are buying the houses. You know, I think that there there are different, I guess, elements that people can get from the show. And I think it works the way it does.
5: And if we have a narrator, then we're going to be missing out on I'm going to steal your man. Yeah, we're not going
4: to <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yeah. That is a
2: exactly music narration. The circle yes. manages to do a narrator and music.
5: Okay. Be done. <laughs> I don't know. Fire can do ly- 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 I can't remember any fire
1: lyrics coming mm-hmm. out of the circle. No, it's all like, like 80s remember. music on
2: the circle for no. some reason. Yeah,
1: beside, yeah. here comes trouble. But also, I feel like so many people don't even really like the narration too much from the circle. Um, mm. You know, I think some people like I think or like maybe they might like, you know, the U.K. narration over the U.S. N- mm. narration or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I sometimes like it because I, I, I do kind of it kind of adds an element to the show with the type of format it is. But I think I don't think Selling Sunset needs that narration. Too Hot to Handle got both.
4: I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> too Hot to Handle got the <laughs> songs, too. It's yeah, right. in there. Yeah. But I think also Too
1: Hot to Handle is also a show that's making fun of itself
4: yeah mm-hmm. I so, so. <laughs> i think that's also kind of i
1: think that's the thing I is really i think that so. the circle and too hot to handle like even though like i think there's shows that are meant for also comedy aside from like whatever their element is which is i think why the narration is added to make it more you know i guess fun
2: Geneva, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. then how often do they knock out a season of this like when will season five come out
1: so I don't know about season 5 yet. They haven't said that, but they put a preview at the very end of season 4. Um but in terms of the seasons, uh season 1 premiered in like March 2019. Season 2 premiered in May uh May 22nd, 2020. Season 3 was August 7th, 2020. So like it was like a couple it's months 20- here. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. yeah. And then uh you know season 4 just came out and then we have now um selling Tampa, which is coming out December, like December or something. So that, you know, I think even though we don't know when season five is coming out, they're starting to put out that spinoff content. Yep. And then I, soon we'll get the the OC spinoff as well. Because that's kind of mm-hmm. how the season also ends is we find out about this other um, office. So huge spoiler alert, I guess. But I kind of already mentioned mm-hmm. that before. So then, so I guess we kind of see a couple of the people too who I think they're going to try and introduce us to because they'll probably also star on that version.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And season five, I think it's already shot for the most part. So unless they want to put anything else in there, they have the time since it's not out yet, but we'll probably see it in the spring.
2: Chappelle. And then the other nice thing about selling sunset is that you get to live in a world where uh there's not really any COVID. You don't really uh the only time <laughs> you really you, sometimes you see like a waiter or like a waitress uh with a face mask. Uh it's like you just like get to go like spend time in this world where uh you know it's just like everything's normal.
4: Yep. Rich people world. Yeah can't relate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, is is this the best show of its kind? Asia on Netflix, they have Bling Empire, Million Dollar uh, Beach House, Selling the OC, Selling Tampa, Selling Sunset. Do you think like Selling Sunset is like the 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 father to all these other shows?
5: Absolutely, I love. Don't get me wrong, I love Bling Empire, but they drop both the same night. I'm watching Selling Sunset first. Boom. I think Selling Sunset walks, so Bling Empire could run. Mm-hmm. You'd be like one. You're gonna like the other, but Selling Sunset. Was the like, I mean, I don't even know if you can say Million Dollar Dream Home is as similar to Selling Sunset because there's so much more drama on Selling Sunset. So um I, I think, yeah, for these types of shows, Selling Sunset is like the, the OG,
3: mm-hmm. even oh, okay. only being
5: like two years old.
1: And I think... Also, what we're now starting to see is because of selling Sunset. Fortunately, we're now seeing more diverse stories told in you know different elements. So seeing you know kind of like, like Empire um, and seeing selling Tampa all Black woman cast, um, and then the, you know I'm sure we'll see with the OC uh, you know different elements like that. But it, I think you know selling Sunset kind of was like I think the starter essentially for all of this. But now we're seeing a lot of content that you know give some of those elements but are different so i'm looking forward to seeing kind of how things grow
4: rob there are so many of these shows on netflix that are just like this or it's just in a similar vein to where they're about like real estate or home yeah. selling how we does do she keep a whole up? series she watches them all how like, does she, she even even like have drink- time for a dog birthday party she doesn't, because she's like watching I Dream House Makeover. To take care of her mommy. yeah. Okay. Me. yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> she pays people to give her dog a party while she watches Dream Home Makeover. Yeah, and <laughs> then Marriage a mortgage party on TikTok. Yeah. The Parisian agency. She's just doing it all, but not taking care of her child. We really need to talk about this, Asia. Mm-hmm. At this point, it's all right. We have to. We have to bring in the like people to come uh, investigate the living situation of Pepper. I don't know. I about give her. That. The, I
5: give her the world. She's currently <laughs> in her kennel sleeping. You, and being a yeah. joy, right?
4: Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. while,
5: while yeah. her mom is here That's what Christine to- would do. Exactly.
4: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This is okay. the Christine of the podcast. You heard it here first. Okay. All right. Um,
2: well, this was very fun to get to talk uh, Selling sunsets. Chappelle, will you watch more Selling Sunset?
4: Maybe if you tell me something good happens, like, am I going to finish this season? Probably not. It doesn't sound like it got too eventful just based off of what we just talked about, but (laughs) I might peek in for the next season to see what they got going on. Who knows? Uh, The episodes are very quick um and then on netflix you know you can speed it up a little bit too so uh, mm-hmm. i might, I might mm-hmm. knock out a couple of them if i'm if i'm feeling bored or if i'm just like you can you also know, go back to, in
1: time and see the the earlier because i think that's boom. where I, a lot yeah, that's of that's more intriguing is.
4: yeah that's more intriguing mm-hmm. i want to go back and kind of figure out what we got here i need the origin story so Rob, mm-hmm. you might i might catch up a, on a few more okay all right geneva what's coming up for you
1: yeah so um not much but you know you can um follow me at peace love on twitter um and you know, I'm doing a lot of the behind the scenes stuff for silent podcasts. And, you know, Chappelle is very active there with Never Have mm. I Ever. I did an episode with Chappelle about a month ago there. And I was actually on um the wrap-up for The Bachelor a couple of weeks ago with Haley. So you if you if you're interested in catching up on Michelle Young season and what is happening right now um or a couple of weeks ago, you can definitely find that out. Um, But yeah, I, you know, I'm glad I was able to talk about this with you guys and, um, you know, hopefully we'll see more, you know, selling sunset universe content in the, you know, rap world.
2: Okay. Great job today, Geneva Asia. What's coming up for you?
1: Yeah. So like you mentioned, (laughs) Mary, I
5: am for, for about a month we found out the new season is premiering in January. So they are, they are pushing them out. Um, like Christine it, did. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so it, literally seven years, they've pushed out 14 seasons. So they're on a roll. They are, there are there's so many people trying to get married at first sight, which is hey, just wild.
2: They don't get paid to not make the show. Am I right?
5: People
1: We're are back. tired of waiting. <laughs> yeah. it's, it, at just this do point, it the it's fashion. like, just, yeah. just, just, just get married.
5: Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we, that, that is out there. So you want to go back and catch up on Amy and I's coverage, Married at First Sight. That is out there. We have our Married First Sight feed. So definitely go subscribe, leave some reviews. Um, and then also, I'll, speaking of The Bachelorette, I'll be joining Amy and Haley to talk about the Men Tell All episode this week. Oh. Very excited about that. I am uh, winning the draft right now. Um, Congratulations. <laughs> not to brag. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, since I'm out of the Survivor draft, I am mm-hmm. uh, glad I'm hanging on <laughs> to <laughs> Bachelorette.
2: Hey, you got something. Yeah.
5: Exactly. So other than that, just trying to be the best dog mom I can and give her the world. So that's, that's what, everything world. I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Um And I did want to add about Selling Sunset. I know people out there, like people, there's so many different views of it. And some people are, oh my gosh, it's so scripted. But I was talking to a friend today and she made a good point. She said, you watch movies, don't you? Movies have scripts. So... Just understand that there there's some guidance with Selling Sunset, and as long as you know what you're looking at, you can thoroughly enjoy it. So, mm-hmm. want to say that. Oh, and then follow me on Twitter at Asia Like Asia. So here we go. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, great job uh, bringing all of your insight to uh, Nothing But Netflix uh, here today, Asia. And then Chappelle, what's coming up for you this week?
4: Oh, I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, still you know. same old st- same old stuff, Rob. You know, I'm getting ready for the holidays, but. Uh, you know, as usual, still covering The Walking Dead. This is the final episode of uh, Walking Dead World Beyond this week. And uh, Fear the Walking Dead's finale, season finale, is this week as well. So Josh Wiggler, AJ Mass, Just Lisa and I will still be talking about that on Post Show Recaps. Also, uh, Sasha Joseph and I are still talking about Never Have I Ever. We're about to wrap up season two, I think this week. Coming up, we will have another guest, uh, Ms. Sarah Ferguson, if uh, I can get that scheduling locked down. She'll be coming and join, joining us soon to talk about Never Ever Ever on Silent Podcast. Um, and then uh, on Post Show Recaps, we're still talking about Insecure. Uh, Mari Forth, myself, and Latanya Starks, with our you know array of guests, Asia included, uh, have been talking about the entire season, and so we're going to continue that this week as well. Uh, but... Rob, I'm very concerned because I don't know what's coming up next oh, for us.
2: I, 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 for, I totally forgot. Yeah. What what is yeah. coming up next week for us?
4: Well, I was gonna ask our guests. So Geneva, do you have? Because this is largely your idea. This uh selling sunset was a Geneva, like you were like, let's do it. Asia was like, Let's do it. Y'all have good taste. Geneva, what's next? What should we do next? What are you thinking?
1: What should you do next? Hmm,
5: okay yeah, what's hot on Netflix? That's the thing. What, what
4: what is hot on
5: Netflix? Okay. Yeah, I have an idea too. So, yes. what you got? I like Okay, no you do so, give your idea first. True Story with Kevin Hart. Y'all, that was fire. It is about. it's really? very it?
4: serious. Really? You saw it? No, people told me it was serious. They was like it's oh, Kevin Hart's first serious role.
5: Yes, it's for Yes. Okay, that's fine. It's still worth talking about. You don't have to see Kevin Hart be funny. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's it's greatly written. 7 episodes. Um, it takes you on a whirlwind, and I think it's a solid show. I thoroughly enjoyed it, watched it in one night with my mom. So okay. I think that it's number three right now on Netflix, and it's been out for like two
4: weeks. Yeah, it's a glowing endorsement for real. Yep. Uh, yeah, we might, we might have to look into that, Rob. Okay.
2: Um, also, uh, coming this week, Chappelle, 20 uh, somethings Austin. Uh, do we have any interest in that?
4: I, personally, I don't have any interest in twenty something's Austin, but the fans of the you know late RHAP rewind are saying like you did the Real World. You gotta kind of talk about this. Seems like a I won't say knockoff, but this Netflix version <laughs> of what it looks like to be like a similar mm-hmm. brand of the Real World. So I wouldn't write it off. I don't know if we have to do it this week coming up, but it probably wouldn't be a bad decision because. Uh, well, yeah, no, I think it's coming this, this week proper. So yeah, coming in the next five, week. six yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. It'll be out. So it wouldn't be bad. We'd be on top of it, uh, before, you know, everybody else gets to it. We'll yeah. be the first coverage and we um, talk about it.
2: There's also, uh, the holiday films on Netflix. Uh, I was going to say this would
1: be a perfect time for some single holiday content. All the way,
2: uh, is, uh, number eight. I, but I do think we could wait a week or two on, uh, the holiday stuff. Um, I also yeah. saw that they're going to do another, uh, Tiger King. Colin Doc, Doc Antle, Antle Doc Antler. Doc Antle. Yeah.
4: Whatever his name mm-hmm. is. Dogdevan. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and, coming uh, soon. I, I, hopefully not too soon. But so we can we can soon. I hope hopefully not. Hopefully not. Mm-hmm. But, you know. <laughs> Um, maybe, maybe we just wait on the Tiger King a little bit longer. But I do think we can put off maybe, yeah. like a couple holiday films into the last couple weeks in December. You know, maybe uh, like you said, Single All the Way sounds like a good one. Uh, something about a princess or whatever sounds like a good one too. It's something princess princess switch blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It sounds like yeah, There's, there's, a, there's a lot it. of there's yeah. a lot
1: of princess switch. So you could definitely could you could do a podcast on each and every one of them. Each and every want. one <laughs> of them. <laughs> I don't think the people are clamoring for it. I haven't had
2: like a three part series, Janila.
1: You know, maybe oh you know God. people. What well, isn't it isn't Vanessa Hudgens starring in that one? So you I know, don't know. No one's really There's
4: <laughs> not a lot of buzz. I'm
1: just kidding. <laughs> no. But I also know Tick Tick Boom. They just recently, you know, released that on Netflix. So if you want to go into the musical realm oh. on Netflix and cover huh. some of that sort of content, hmm. that might be actually interesting or intriguing to yeah. um, go down. So and I've heard I don't know one of my one of my friends had also told me about that School of Chocolate show. Chappelle she doesn't she really like chocolate, like- Geneva. You don't do me like either. chocolate. I oh. do like chocolate, Asia. Don't no. try to lump me in with you and your message. No. okay. I don't I like chocolate. Like chocolate.
4: <laughs> Asia doesn't like chocolate. I like huh?
1: chocolate. Oh, okay. I was about to say why. Why is no he, on the
4: podcast, Asia? You don't like chocolate? No, it's just Asia. We just, we just, mm-hmm. we just, we just accept her for her for who she is. You know,
5: I just can't get with the taste. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, just yeah. mm.
2: okay Dude. all right so Can't we'll relate. figure out we'll figure out what's coming up uh next week on nothing but netflix uh for me this week uh chappelle did you know i watched all five nights of jimmy fallon this week
4: Five Nights at
2: Scally's. Five, I was very five, excited No, to Five check Nights out. at Fallies with, with, with Scally. With Scally on the, mail on the mailbag.
4: Yes. Yeah, I started it. I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, I we'll won, tell you I was, all about what to... happened
2: on Jimmy Fallon this week. It was all five <laughs> episodes. We talked about it on this week's Robin <laughs> and the podcast. It's
4: a great episode. I, I'm ready to, I'm eager to finish it. I gotta mm-hmm. get to the mailbag. Yeah. I'll
2: tell you who was on
4: Zoom and who was in the
2: studio with Jimmy this week <laughs> on Five Nights at Valley. Plus, yeah. uh, great, great Survivor podcast. Had, uh, Natalie Cole on the podcast, uh, a feedback show with Bryce. So uh, lots of great Survivor stuff as we are in the home stretch of Survivor 41. Thank you so much again uh, for listening to uh, this week's Nothing But Netflix. We'll be back next time uh, to talk about what's happening on Netflix once again. Take care, everybody. Have a good one.